Welcome to Gone Again Podcast with Robin. And Kelly. We're a couple of travel agents who always seem to find ourselves gone again on vacation. This episode, we're going to talk about some different tours that are available at Walt Disney World and Universal Studios. So grab your mouse katool, whether it be a glass of wine or water, and be our guest. Well, we, hey, we've officially landed at season two. Yeah, just a little bit later than we had originally hoped. But we're mm-hmm. here, season two. Yeah. And so I guess we're defining seasons by years, right? That's sort of, right. <laughs> sure. Is that yes, season? that sounds good. So we did the 2022 season, well, now we're in I know. the 2023 season. I dig it. I dig it. So, you know, just to kind of bring everybody up to speed, I know we had kind of talked about um, when we jumped on and talked about different news that was breaking and what our plans were for 2023. Our initial plan was to go live at Walt Disney World in February. Um, I was going to be there on an adult only trip and you were there with your mom. Um, Unfortunately, the week before the trip, we decided to cancel. Um, My dad got very sick very quickly. And he ended up passing away about a week after we were supposed to be there. So I'm grateful for that time that I got to spend with him. I knew that Disney would be there. Um, And and I'm I'm sad that I wasn't there, but I am so grateful that we canceled it because I needed to be home. So... um, we're going to make it up to you guys and we'll, we'll listen, we've got an epic trip planned in May. So you're going to get sick of us going live and being obnoxious. So, um, you know, I've, I've had a couple clients that have reached out because I had said, you know, I was going to follow up with some things, questions they had down at Disney and, you know, I told them what had happened and just that so many people are so supportive and I just, I appreciate everyone that has reached out and offered condolences. So anyway, I just, I appreciate you so much, Robin, because you were a rock for me. Like, I don't think people understand when we say we're a team, how much we are a team. Um, you helped me book dining when I couldn't and Dan helped me book dining when I couldn't. And I mean, Dan took a, a client phone call for me when I just couldn't, I didn't have the energy and the the mindset to do it. So I just, I'm so thankful to be a part of this team and that's all I've got to say on that. Yeah. I, um, you know, it was super sad that you couldn't go right. Like obviously. And the, the situation yeah. around it was just, um, as we're saying F cancer, right? Like <laughs> just get yeah. some t-shirts. That's our next, that's our next t-shirt. Um, <laughs> but I, I felt like, you know, I remember asking you like, do you want me to cancel it for you? So you didn't have to. And when I say like Disney people get each other, right? Like it's that I, I can't cancel my own trip. It hurts too much to hit the button. (laughs) Yes. And, and you told me, you said, give me your member ID. I will call DVC. I will give me your login password for, my Disney experience, which I kind of, I thought maybe you already had it, but you know, you were like, I'll cancel your dining. I'll, I'll take care of all of that because I don't want you to be even more sad. So, you know, just surround yourself with people like that because those are the people you need around you. Yeah. And then I, uh, <sighs> do we want to tell everybody about your video? Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Because oh. <laughs> So, I did this thing where I I was sitting here and I'm sitting on my balcony and I'm like, god, Kelly would love this. Like this is man, like dang, I wish you were here with me. And I wasn't going to FaceTime you because I knew you were doing family time and I wasn't going to interrupt. And I was like, how can I make Kelly feel like she's here? And I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the cheesiest video ever. And every time I saw a cast member um, that wasn't like, you know, actively like super busy working, I asked them to let me record them saying like, hey, Kelly and Leo wish you were here. And I put together this ridiculous video of, I don't know, two dozen cast members. 
It was amazing. (laughs) You know, and we had another agent, Katie, do a recording and Dan and his wife do it. Um, Bruce and Connie from Unlock Magic Podcast. Yeah. So, you know, I I hope you felt like you were in the right place and you made the right decision, but that you know, you're definitely loved from all well, over. And, and two things about that. Like you went and searched for our favorite server at Topolino's who was on vacation, but like I would have died. I would have died. <laughs> like it would have just made my heart so happy. But knowing that you went there to find him was so cool. And like when you sent it to me <laughs> and I sent you a picture of me watching it and you said, you're like, yeah, Mike said you'd be ugly crying in like 30 seconds or something. And it didn't even take that much. So I, I I think if you're comfortable with it, I would love to to share that video with people because it just shows the magic of Disney and and how it's so meaningful to people. And it just it warmed my heart. I've watched it so many times. I've shown it to so many people. And some people are like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, you don't get me. <laughs> and then other people are like, Oh my God, that's so cute. And it's perfect for you. And um, those are my people. But anyway, I think the part is the, because I am a self-proclaimed Muppet aficionado, you got me the Sam the Eagle sipper. (laughs) And you started the video with that because you said you couldn't go on camera because you would cry. (laughs) Yep, that's accurate. (laughs) I didn't want any crying in the video. It was only supposed to make you feel good. So. It, it did. It hit me in the feels. Good. Good. <laughs> um, however, I still have not received my Sam the Eagle sipper yet. You're, that is accurate. Um, <laughs> it is here with your other uh, Festival of the Art uh, purchases. <laughs> so, like, also, this this trip that you couldn't go on, it was during Festival of the Arts at Epcot, which mm-hmm. is our favorite, right? And so... Yes. I am walking around, and now I'd, I had enjoyed some beverages, and as one does at Epcot, and um, I get to this one booth, and I I saw this picture, and I was like, I'm buying it for Kelly, and my mom is like, what? She's like, you, <laughs> you don't buy people art. And I was like, no, no, no. She says, you've never been to Kelly's house. I was like, it doesn't matter. This belongs in her house. And my mom's just like, you're, you're nuts. Like you're, you've lost your mind. And I, I snapped a picture and I sent it to you and I was like, do you like this? And you, you said like, yeah, it's really cute. And I was like, great, because I've already bought it for you. Yeah. I was like, like, I think I said like, OMG, I love it or something. And you're like, well, good. Cause it's coming to your house. And I was like, no, it's not. And you're like, yeah, it is. It was the, it's the enchanted tiki room. Right. And I have one that's really similar, but of animal kingdom. Uh, in my house. So I feel like I got us like sister pictures. They're not of the same thing, (laughs) but they're like by the same artist of our thing, you know? So yeah. Is it your top spin? Oh my God. I, I looked all over. There was no artwork, but I talked to one of the artists and I was like, um, I need a triceratops spin. And he was like, are are you kidding? He's like, (laughs) does your kid love it? And I was like, I love it. I was like, my kid goes on it because I say we're going on Triceratops spin. Yeah. Well, and you did pick up um, two prints for me that I had been hoping to get from an artist that I collect every Disney resort that I stay at. I get his print of that resort. And I was missing Saratoga Springs from our last trip in November. And he he didn't have a Riviera one yet. And it was just out and released for the Festival of the Arts. So you were kind yeah. enough to pick those up for me as well. And I've got a Now I just got to be kind phone. enough to get to the post office and actually send them to you. Yeah. I don't want to wait I'll until May. It. I'm sorry. I will do it. It's on it's my okay. list. <laughs> I'm just giving you grief because you, I mean, you like killed it for me. You stepped up so much. So I appreciate it. And now we're going to talk about happy things. Let's roll oh, it back oh. to like <laughs> the first time we met and dive into VIP tours, which was the best. Was that a good segue? Did that is that okay? Yeah. I mean, it'll work. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, I know Kelly, we Kelly and I've talked about this before that we met on a VIP tour. 
Um, it was a Disney like official VIP tour. Um, and it, it VIP tours at Disney, I think are really unique in that they're the same price, no matter how many people up to 10 you have. So if it's one of you, it's the price. If it's 10 yeah. of you, it's the same price. So we were lucky enough to find a group of 10 people and split the cost 10 ways, which made it way more affordable. Yeah. Um, otherwise I, we wouldn't have ever done it. <laughs> no, no, there's zero chance. And we went at a good time um, because the price not only varies, it varies by day. So, you know, trying to do it on a weekend or near a holiday or high time, like the price is so expensive um, because we were going to, we talked about doing one when we all went in November, there was a big group of people and the cost for me to do it with three people was like $1,200 or something yeah, like it was crazy. And that doesn't include your park ticket. Like we're fortunate yes. that we have annual passes, you and I. And so we don't have to worry about that. We just pay for the ticket, but most people have to buy a park ticket and then the VIP tour. Right. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to be a park hopper. Yeah. Or I, if I mean, I'm saying, hop, you don't have you to park, park hopper. Park. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kind of maybe run down how Disney describes their VIP tours. And then we can talk about maybe like how that compares to our experience. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't really come up with a plan. <laughs> so the we VIP tour Like full disclosure. Is, <laughs> we have like a list of like three things. <laughs> Just yeah. let it go. Um, so it says the team at Disney VIP tour services will plan the most efficient, enjoyable way for groups of up to 10 to see and do things on your list. Tell your personal VIP tour guide what you'd like to see, and they'll customize your day to your desire. Um, so it says, after being picked up from your Walt Disney World Resort accommodations in a private vehicle, enjoy unparalleled hospitality and experience some of your favorite attractions alongside your tour guide. Um I think for the most part that that kind of is a very high level experience of it um yes what but you, we opted because we were a large group of 10 that we would meet the tour guide in a designated spot because when you do these vip tours and if they pick you up at your resort that is the time that your tour officially starts so yes. we didn't want to waste you know an hour whatever it was that we were paying top dollar for this tour to be driving around picking people up. So we all said, you know what, let's meet at the magic kingdom. We'll meet at main street theater and we'll start the tour there. Yes. And I think that was, that was wonderful. Our group, we yeah. did breakfast over at Kona at the Polynesian that day. We all kind of didn't, I think we rode the boats over. Yep. Um, we all got in through security, got in through the turnstiles had some time, everybody went to the bathroom, you know, so it was like when our tour started, which we had set up to start at 10 a.m., like we were all like, and go. There was no like, we didn't even spend time like yeah. going to the bathroom <laughs> because it's, it is pretty pricey, you know. No, you're and, looking and what at, was so, go for it. Well, no, I was just going to say, like, we didn't even really as a group have a plan. We just knew we started at Magic Kingdom and then we we had the tour guide tell us, hey, let's start here. Let's do this and let's do these things, you know, and if you didn't right. want to do it, you set it out. But that was so cool. Like there were everybody just kind of went with the flow and our tour guide was the one that really led us to have the best experience possible. I agree because um, it says it ranges from 450 to 900 dollars per hour and you have to have a seven hour minimum mm -hmm. so when you do that math that gets pretty pricey pretty quick and they let you add hours onto the end so i mean it, it can get real pricey real quick so i yeah. think it definitely makes sense to be kind of strategic and i mean while it may be cool to have them pick you up in a minivan I don't want to spend 20, 25 minutes even going from my resort over there. I'll just, you know, no. it's cheaper per hour to actually take your own minivan. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. 
And I yep. think um, Dan set up our VIP tour, and I believe maybe he'll correct me, but I think what we had asked them, because when we called to book, it was like, oh, what, what do you guys want to do? And it was like, okay, so we're a bunch of Disney nerds. Put us with a nerd who can, like, tell us stuff we don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember she our was tour guide, Elise, she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so phenomenal did. that, like, I remember what she looks like. Because we saw her one day at Animal Kingdom doing another tour. And it was like, hey, there's Elise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Not that kind of person on Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we didn't stop. We were just like, hey, there she is. Right. Yeah. And then I think we had also kind of as a group decided something we'd wanted to do on like our Disney bucket list was four parks one day. Yeah. And and so we had kind of told her that when we, we first met up that, okay, so here's kind of our goal. Because with the VIP tours, when you're going from park to park, you don't have to use the monorail or the boats or the buses. They will take you out the back entrance and drive mm-hmm. you to the back entrance of another park. So once you go in the turnstile at one park and through security, you don't have to do that at the other parks. They just like take you in through the back door, which was like amazing. That might have been the best part for all of us Disney nerds. Right? The stuff we never really? get to see. Yeah. We went behind the back of Epcot. We got to see other festival booths just like chilling there that weren't being used they were just like yeah. sitting there like oh my god this is so neat <laughs> and um, you know just to see how close um soren and canada actually are because of the angle that they're built like when you're looking at them from the front you would never expect it but when you go around the back you're they're almost touching yeah like yeah. remember when we walked out of Soren, it was like oh there's Canada, like right there, because we walked out the back. So cool. And we went in the fast track. It was, that was by far one of the coolest things we've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I, it's one of those things that it's so neat. Like, I want to do it again, but it was so special and it's so expensive mm-hmm. that um, I feel like we did a really good job of being present. I don't think yes. I have hardly like we took one picture in each park, but we didn't take pictures. We just were all so in it. Um, yeah. So I think there's also and like what was a, crazy is that. Go for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, we even skipped some of the top attractions. Like we didn't ride Flight of Passage, you know, because we were like, this is so cool. Like, let's go do the safari and come in the back there. Like, I don't know. We didn't do. Was Flight of Passage like the big one that we didn't do? Like no one did. Right. We did she was like, really? And we're like, no, we've all done it. What we haven't yeah. done is drive around backstage. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought that was so cool. Like coming in the back of Hollywood Studios over behind Tower of Terror. Like yeah. you know, those are things that you didn't do. And we got to go through the back entrance of Pirates and just that was the stuff that made that tour very special for us. I agree. Yeah, it was uh, it was cool because so I think one of the obvious things about the tour is they're going to walk you on a lot of the rides through the exit or through the lightning lane. So you don't have to deal with making, you know, genie reservations and you get to right. see some extra stuff. You can you can get a whole lot of rides in a lot in a, in a short amount of time. You know, like we did four parks in one day. Uh, and really it was like what nine hours I think we did four parks but she also gave us tips like um, she taught us about like when to mobile order and yep. like hey this is about how long it takes to you know um, for them to prepare your food so go ahead and put it in now I'll tell you when to hit we're here even though you're not there yet and that way when we walk in and sure enough like it was like she knew down to those small details how to make your day smooth Mm-hmm. so yeah. i but i do think it's i think it's important to note that it's a very expensive and it doesn't include any food any water like right you're still on your own if you want snacks or anything like that um which for the price is like it would be really cool if they did you know an organized lunch you ordered ahead of time 
Well, I don't understand how you get lunch on Keys to the Kingdom, but not on this. Right. Yeah. It's very, I guess maybe they, the thought is like, they don't know where you're going to end up. Yeah. True. Or give us a $15 gift card for lunch or something. I don't know. (laughs) Something, right. I don't know. I feel like they, they could if they wanted to, but yeah. But then, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about on the Disney tour? Because I was going to segue into the Universal tour where you do get food included. Um, I think that I've had some clients do the VIP tour. And the thing that I have always left them with is to be brutally honest with their tour guide. Like, yeah, they are there to meet your day. So, like... I know, like, the the clients that most recently did it are very, like, go-with-the-flow kind of people. Um, and I was like, look, you got to be your biggest advocate and say what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, that's why you're paying so much money is to do what you want to do. So yeah. don't hold back. Just be open. Like, you know, I want to ride Triceratops Spin. Saw it the last time I was there. People are on a VIP tour on Triceratops Spin. You know, those I- are my people. Just own it. Yep, I got the text picture. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's also important to note that, like, I I think when Guardians first opened, you could get on Guardians with the VIP tour, but it was only one time. Is that right? I think so. You couldn't go on three or four times or whatever. So it's uh, it'll be curious to see how that goes with Tron opening next month and – how that all falls into place. There's still a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And I know when we did it, like the tour guides weren't allowed to go on rides with you. Uh, yeah. Just because everything was still at like limited capacity and stuff like that with COVID. And I know I've seen, you know, quite a few times I've seen tour guides on rides now. So that must to me says, Oh, look, that's a, a nice change that they're Cause it is like you kind of, they're kind of like your friend for the day and you, like, I have felt yeah. bad leaving her behind all the time. And she was like, I oh, I'll hold all the stuff. And I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. we're at Disney. What do you mean you're not going on the ride with us? Um, yeah. Yeah. So. But I, I highly recommend it. I think we had a blast. It was a great day. Yeah. And it was the day it all began. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so I need to talk to Dan and figure out like when he saw that tour group come together, like what did he envision the future would hold? <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't yeah. think he did. No clue. Um, <laughs> so do we want to stay with the Disney tours that they offer or do you want to flip to the universal VIP tour? What are you thinking? I think we talk universal VIP tour cause they're so that way it's apples to apples. Okay, so this is all you because I have not had the opportunity to do this yet. Um, But from what I understand, when we go in November for our agent training, we are doing tours at Universal. I don't know if it's a VIP tour, but um, I thought that maybe was what Dan said. So why don't you kind of talk a little bit about your experience with the Universal tour? Yeah, so universal has public and private so disney only offers the private where you got to get your own group of up to 10 together universal their groups are 12 instead of 10 and you can sign up for a private tour and it'll run a whole lot like disney where it's up to 12 people and it's a set price for the day uh, doesn't matter how many people you bring but they also offer their non-private tours which you say okay i've got my family of three And they put you together in groups to make up 12. And then you're with these other people who are also interested in doing the same tour as you. And your tour guide, you know, gives you the same experience. You just don't know everybody. Um, So that's kind of like an initial, like, it's real awkward. But then by the end of the day, like, the two tours I've done over at Universal, like, we've been great friends and, like, taking pictures together and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Um, fun. Well, you all have a common goal. Right? Like you all love Universal and want to experience the best of it all. So you think you would be with like minded people. Yeah. Um, Universal is also way more compressed than Disney World. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And so they've got their parking garage, right? And if you've got a VIP tour, whether it's private or the non private, uh, valet parking is included, which is 
phenomenal when you consider where valet parking is versus the parking mm-hmm. garage at universal that's huge yeah uh, so that's that's really cool um you start in universal studios so i don't know how this is going to change when the third gate at epic opens mm-hmm. um it's not going to be next door it's i don't think it's going to be walkable but you right. start in either and they walk you back and all of the tours start at the same time and you get to get in uh, Universal Studios before it opens. So they typically have you get there 45 minutes before park opening and you check in at the front gate and they walk you through. And so you get to walk down Universal Studios version of Main Street as the only people there. That's cool. Yeah, it's I, I've got some great pictures that it's like whoa this is this is awesome and they take you to a restaurant which is only for vip tours so everybody on a vip tour is eating in there and breakfast is included so they give you a table with everybody that you're on the tour with so you kind of get to know people at the beginning and it's a really great breakfast buffet um it's not like a continental breakfast by any means it's like a full-on great breakfast um they give you about an hour for breakfast there's restrooms in there they give you bottled water all the soda you want you know it's all included uh then your tour guide picks you up gives you some more bottled water and universal seems to have had like a map system for their tour guides so you'll notice all the tours leave at the same time but go in different directions so Mm -hmm. that way you're not landing on a ride at the same time as another tour yeah that makes total sense Yeah. And so you're like, wait, why are they going that way? And we're going this way. That's why is because they're, you know, just trying to spread all the tours out. And Mm -hmm. so your tour guide can get you on every single ride there. There's not a ride that's not included. So Velocicoaster used to not be on Express Pass. They will walk you on it. Um, Mm -hmm. And you get to go through the back way, which is like, it it is so, it is so cool. (laughs) Like you feel (laughs) like you're in the movie because, you know, the ride is built like a, a velociraptor like um like caged area and so you're walking through sort of that like metal theming to get to the I ride i don't remember because i was like crapping my pants <laughs> about to get on that ride oh, that's what I remember. Yeah. and the the stairs are like those really industrial stairs that you can they're metal and you can like see through so like it gets your heart racing like it is oh it's so good um and then hagrid's is the other ride that isn't included on the express pass so they also walk you on to hagrid's um and they walk you through the back entrance on um almost all the rides you don't have to deal with their express lane at all they just go through the exits um and you just like once you get to the ride you're the next on so that's really awesome yeah Um, and then halfway through the day, they take you back to the restaurant, feed you lunch, and it's a really great lunch spread. Um, and all the VIP tours come back at the same time, and everybody kind of has lunch, and they give you more bottled water. You get a chance to go to the restroom, and then you head back out for another three or four hours and continue touring whatever park you didn't do in the morning. So if you started in studios, you'll go to Islands of Adventure or vice versa. Uh, and then when the tour ends, you don't have the option to extend it like you do at Disney. But what they do is give you the express pass to use for the rest of the day. So you can go back and do anything that you enjoyed that morning or earlier that day um, without, you know, waiting in line still. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's yeah, really that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to experience it. Yeah, I definitely, and I, I just, I appreciate how it's so obtainable. Like when I did it, I took my mom in November and mm-hmm. I think it was like, I want to say it was like $190 a person. Cause we went during a very slow time and we went on like a Tuesday. Yeah. And plus your press ticket. Yeah. And the express pass was $150. So I'm sitting here going like, so for $40 more, I get lunch, mm-hmm. breakfast and a tour right like no brainer yeah so you know i definitely think if you're going to universal it's worth kind of like i think people assume they can't afford it over there and then it's like well wait a minute maybe we can get strategic right you know and when you take some of your food budget for the day that you're not going to need to spend anymore it becomes really easy 
to afford it compared to the Disney one, which takes a big chunk of your budget. A mortgage, a mortgage payment. <laughs> a couple mortgage payments. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Like I like I said, I'm very excited to check it out and see because you you also learned a lot on that tour. I did. So okay. I think we've talked about this. Um and I think you probably didn't experience it because you're not as big as I am, but there are rides where like it's really uncomfortable for me to sit in the harness over at Universal. They are not uh large people friendly. <laughs> so you know, like, what do they call it? Poo sized? Like I am poo sized, and uh, Winnie the Pooh and I do not fit in some of those coaster seats over at Universal. But almost all of the rides, and this I learned on the VIP tour, have one row that has seats that are a little more accommodating. You just have to know to ask for that row because okay. apparently they're not trained to like ask you because they're afraid they're going to offend people sure what's offensive is putting my butt on a ride and then making me get off because you can't lock the the like latch that's what's embarrassing but whatever um so anyway he taught me like okay this row on this ride this row on this ride so now when i walk up to say rip ride rocket i'm like okay i need this specific row and they're like okay sure and they just assign me that seat sure so, you oh. know, on top of, like, the cool, like, trivia you learn from a tour guide, uh-huh. I learned, like, some real practical things that help me oh, yeah. navigate Universal. Sure. Yeah, that's so cool. I know you were so excited when you got done with it because you really enjoyed it. I w- yeah, it was great. And yeah. I, I still, I think I was so excited because I was nervous because it is so much yeah. more affordable than the Disney one. Yeah. And, so and you like, didn't oh, want to gosh. get picked up. Like, oh, this is going to be Bobo yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it was it was great. I, I highly recommend it. Good. Yeah. So maybe hop back over to Disney. Or do you have any questions? Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like I just word vomited a lot about Universal. No, because you have talked about it before on a previous episode, like right after you went to Universal. Yeah. So I feel pretty good about it. That's when you told me about the Nickelodeon bathrooms or something. And I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's still slime themed bathrooms and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. I don't know what that means. But the another tour that is at Magic Kingdom, and we've talked about this before because I've done it, but it's the Keys to the Kingdom. And you did this on a recent trip. Did you, when did you do it? November? Or did you do it after that? My birthday. I did it for my birthday trip. Oh, birthday. Okay. So yeah. So the trip that I missed, the time is, time does not matter to me right now. Like I don't <laughs> dates. I, I, what is, yeah. So I didn't really get to hear your experience with it. I mean, I've talked about mine, but I want to hear how yours went. So I loved it. Um, yeah. I cried. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did your tour guide make you it's cry? So cool. It's well, so, exactly. yes. We're like in the Utilidors talking about like the history and Roy and I'm like, oh my God, I love Disney. <laughs> nerd. Yeah. It's okay. It even got my mom to cry and she's not a Disney nerd. So the, the storytelling was so real. It's so great. It is so yeah. great. Oh, good. I, um. I was pleasantly surprised because I had told you I was nervous to do it. I didn't want to ruin the magic on anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I flat out told my tour guide that I was like, look, I'm really hesitant about this. I was like, I'm really nervous. He's like, why? I was like, because I don't try and think about how the magic is created. Like, right. I don't want, I don't want to know. And he's like, okay, well then how about like, I give you a signal and you just like go to the bathroom. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So when we talked about Haunted Mansion, he did that right over by um, the restrooms as you go into Liberty Square. And he was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about the Haunted Mansion now. He's like, do you need to go to the restroom? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back. So I did. I just like I took my own bathroom break and I came back and he was like, welcome back. We're so great to see you. (laughs) (laughs) But how kind of him to, like, acknowledge that that was a concern of yours. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and he talked about um you know like the stories, which I wasn't prepared for mm-hmm. how many stories there were behind like the names on Main Street and Yeah. That was it was awesome. so cool. It was so cool. And like after that I kind of wanted to go back and read up on all those people that they talked about because there were so many people that were detrimental to building Walt Disney World that their names are up on the windows. And if you don't know, you would never think to look at them. Yeah. It was, it was so cool. Um, and, and the best part was, so I, I took my mom cause she went with me on this trip and you know, my mom, they never took me to Disney as a kid. We went to Bush gardens. We did the beach a lot. And so my like Disney obsession has been like as an adult and, and to kind of see her go from like, why the heck are you going to Disney so much? To the mm-hmm. the moment when we're talking, yeah, we're talking about um, the one of the windows said the initials M and T, last name Lot. Did they talk about that with you? The empty lot. Yeah, yeah. And my mom looks at me. She grabs my arm and she goes, "Oh my God, Robin! They think about everything." <laughs> yes mother i know <laughs> i was like right like everything and she was like everything i just love this so much and i was like yes <laughs> now you get it now yeah. it makes sense why i love this so much that i'm not just a weird yeah. disney adult like i truly love the history and all the things that go into it yeah so it you know it was that I mean, how often do we tell these stories of like a trip we've been on? And it's it's not actually the thing. It's like the people you're with and the the yeah. memories it creates, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Aww. But well, I'm so glad you had a good time. I loved seeing, you know, the electric water pageant, um, getting kind of up close with that. We got oh, to see yeah. the, uh, test the Maleficent Dragon parade float. Um, okay that's cool yeah that was really neat um we had they gave us food so i mean that was cool we got to eat at pecos bills yeah um, and that's cool yeah. like you got to see a different parade than we did because when we went it was still the cavalcades so you oh, got to actually yeah. see them lining up for the festival of fantasy parade yeah and it was i that's intense back there yes it is and there's yeah, a reason why kids under 16 are not allowed and, you know, cameras are not allowed backstage because they want to protect the magic. Because right. if you saw what went on back there, you'd be like, oh, my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah. And and it's kind of the moment where you go under the train tracks. We then went on the train later on the trip. And I was like, oh, I know it's on the other side of this wall now. Yeah. So it was like, oh, that's a moment. Um, it is a moment. I, I definitely don't feel like it was, it ruined the magic for me on that. It was just like a, like an info point, you know? Yeah. But the Utilidors, goodness gracious. So when we did it was during the cast member preview of Tron. Cool. And it was the Magic Kingdom cast members. So while they're at work on their breaks... They were going and doing their their previews and they were lining up in the Utilidors. So it was so amazing to see cast members like dressed for work, but like absolutely thrilled about going and seeing Tron. Oh, I bet that would be crazy. Yeah, it, it was so neat. Um, it was a blast. And it was surprisingly affordable on the scheme it's not of terrible. Disney expenses. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoyed it. I I think it would be fun if you and I did it. I would definitely do it again. I mean, I enjoyed it that much that I would do it again. Yeah. Problem what is, was I have your to go favorite about- part of it? Um, I loved walking down Main Street and them talking about the history of the people's names in the windows. That was my favorite part. 
Yeah. Because that's something that I may not have paid attention to before. I mean, like you always, you see those names up in the window, but you know, I, w- I wouldn't have sat down to research who those people were or what the story was. So to hear that story behind them and it made me want to reach out more and, and understand more about the backstory of it. Yeah. I read, um, a book recently when I say read, like I, I totally cheated. I did the audible version and it was called, um, buying Disney's Florida. And it goes through the whole story of how they, they had to make these shell companies and buy the plots of land and like small little like parcels and kind of piece it together and how Roy would travel, but would use a different name and how his luggage had his initials already on it. RD for Roy Disney. And so he had to use a different name and, um, you know, it, it was so cool to just hear the stories in the book and then go and be on main street and be like, Oh my gosh, like that's the, the like pen name that Roy used is on the windows. And, um, and then I remember the tour guide telling us the story of how it's supposed to feel like a theater and he said, you know, when you first walk into into a movie theater, you, you know, you walk in, you give your tickets. That's like our turnstile. And then you have the previews, which is when you're walking under the, the train station tunnel into, you know, the Magic Kingdom. That's what's on the wall are movie previews. But they're of the rides. They're of the attractions. And he's like, that's why they're called attractions, not rides, you know, because it's what's coming. Um, and I was like. Oh my gosh, I never like it's so obvious once you hear it that it's like wow. You know, and he's like and then when you round the corner you can't see the castle yet because you have to have that aha moment. You have to have the moment where the curtain rises and the show begins and so that's when you round the corner and uh and see the castle. So uh hearing him tell that story as we're walking down Main Street is just so amazing and then when we came back the next day i intentionally like went really slow coming in and like took it in as if i was at a movie theater and i was like this is this is what walt envisioned and did you Uh, notice robin that like because our tour guide kind of talked about like it was like stepping onto the red carpet and the pavement changed colors and i was like oh my gosh like your mom said, they think of everything. And that's why they're called cast members and not employees or team members or whatever. Like, I, oh, I love it. I love it. So it was so good. It was so good. Yes. Well, I guess that's my uh, word vomit on, on Keys to the Kingdom. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's so, it, it's definitely a great value because, you know, like we said, the cost of it is, is good for a five hour tour. You get lunch. Um, but if we want to segue into what we think is the next best value tour at magic kingdom, it's behind the seeds seed, like S E E D tour at Epcot. And you and I are both huge living with the land attraction fans. And this lightning lane on it every time. I know you do. Um, This tour takes you behind the scenes. Get it? Behind the seeds. Behind the scenes (laughs) tour. Um, And you get to, you get to like see that how they grow the plants and learn more about all that and feed the fish. Like it's the epitome of Epcot and the learning and the, you know, the evolution of, I don't know, the evolution of farming, to be honest, like, and where I live, you know, obviously it's a huge farming community and I did hydroponics for a science fair one year and everybody looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, but listen, you can grow plants and water and they show that in the living with the land. Yeah. So, you know, to go behind the scenes and like, just hear so much more about it was so great. Like I nerded out. I loved it so much. Yeah, and I really like. Did you get to meet Stanley when you went, or is that a new thing? Uh, is that a plant? 
Yeah. Yeah. We met Stanley. Yeah. So Stanley is a, a plant that like responds to human touch. Yes. And he he like moves. And so when you pet him, he responds. Like he moves. And I got a video of it. And I was blown away by like how cool that was. I know. <laughs> I plants are amazing they just are and it's it's so cool and I learned so much on that tour and I think so we did it pre-covid it was I think maybe 2019 when when Adam and I did it honestly I think it was like 29 dollars or something for the hour tour literally one of the best values we got so much knowledge that we still talk about to this day from that tour yeah and um I bought, they have little souvenirs that you can buy at the end, which were only $15. Mm-hmm. And if you have DVCAP, you get a discount. So it was even less. But they're little jars of plants that were grown not from seeds, but from some sort of like stem cell kind of research that they're doing there. Cool. And so it's an actual clone of a plant in Epcot. And you get to bring it home and grow it. Like, so that's the stuff I love. That is what Epcot was all about as yeah. a kid. And I just think that's so cool. So, yeah, it's in my kitchen. It's my own little Epcot plant. Makes no, we didn't have that opportunity. That's so neat. Maybe I need to do it again. Yeah, you should. And we got well, we, we got to taste the cucumber. Did you yes, guys see that? We did. We did. The but now cucumber. it's kind of a... It's kind of a funny joke now because of that lady that tried to jump out of the boat to get the cucumber. Yeah. Just take the tour. It's way easier. Yeah. yeah. You don't get banned. Right. So you just recently did the behind the scenes. I did it a while ago, but also like, I feel like the trip that I was supposed to meet you up for was your like trip of tours because you did Keys of the Kingdom you did behind the seeds. Um, you also did the Starlight Safari on this last trip with your mom, right? Yeah, we basically did every tour I could squeeze and into a long weekend. Yeah, like caring for. Did you do caring for giants too on that trip? I can't yeah, remember. We did, yeah, we did caring for giants. That okay. was that was super affordable, kind of the same price tag as behind the seeds. Yeah. I would say it was probably the most wah, wah, like. Mm. <gasps> okay. So caring for giants, they have the rhino and the elephant, right? So which one did you yeah. do? We did the elephant. Oh, and you didn't like now, it? If this is your first tour, if you aren't an Animal Kingdom fan, if Snob. you don't ride the safari mar- multiple times, Snob. you maybe learned something. But like. <laughs> Snob. (laughs) But I say even you have done the safari enough. You've heard all of the animal, the like elephant facts. Mm -hmm. You know, like elephants are scared of bees. Elephants are matriarchal. They kick out the boys when they get to be like, you know, all that because you've done the safari. Yeah. This was like the whole book of the elephant facts from the safari. So there wasn't anything new the thing that was cool was you got to drive. So you go out of the, you get to go backstage, like where we went in on our VIP tour. Uh-huh. You go out and you get on a bus. Um, and then the bus drives you around to the elephants. So you kind of go, you drive around the safari backstage and you get to drive up to the backside of the elephant. So if you're on the safari, you're opposite the elephant area from the safari ride. Okay. And you get to go up there and you get to spend like 20, 25 minutes kind of just watching the elephants. But you don't interact with them in any way. They don't do anything to like call the elephants over. You're just observing whatever the elephants are up to. So when we went, there was only one elephant in view. All the others decided to be inside, which is fine because, you know, they have like some free will despite being in a zoo. Yeah. You know, and they're... They're not going to entice them out there. But if you are an elephant nerd or an animal kingdom nerd, there was zero new facts. 
Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh. Huh. So it was cool, but, you know, I would do it early yeah. in your Disney life, not later. <laughs> yeah. I think I had the, I had this booked for my parents for April of 2020. So obviously we know what happened then. Um, and I, I feel like they were, when I booked that for them, that they would have been able to like pet the elephants or feed them I, or something. That, that's what I thought I was signing up for, which also may be why I was disappointed. Uh, so i'm wondering because you know some of the things changed with covid because the animals like the mammals can get covid from humans yeah is what they were telling me so i'm wondering if some of that stuff still isn't fully back which also might be why it's still so affordable how much was it i think i paid 30 dollars a person oh yeah that's pretty good because I was just looking yeah. at behind the scenes to see if maybe we could do it on our next trip. And it was $35. But you get a cucumber. I know. But it's not available. I'm too late to the game. Right. So Boo. It's fine. It's my yeah. birthday. So I'll be having breakfast at Topolino's with Alfie and get my drink it. on. Yeah. I love it. I do recommend. Um, I did the Starlight Safari. Yeah, uh, you should do that. Yeah, and it's just it's not it's just not convenient because yes, like when you did the Starlight Safari, you were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge because this is a late night. I mean, obviously, <laughs> Starlight Safari means it's late at night, but like. If you're not staying there, you have to think about logistics. How do I get there? How do I get home? So the next time I'm staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, I will definitely do this. Because your pictures and stuff looked so cool. Or if you have a rental car. Be easy if you, you ended up on a trip with a rental car, too. Well, that's true. Uh, um, but yeah, like it, I will say that is it's a very true challenge. Because when we got done, the parks were closed. Because we did the 1030 yeah. tour. And so... You know, we were done at like eleven forty-five. There were no buses, like right. The, <laughs> and I, you know, it's at Kadani, but we were staying at Jumbo, so we had to figure out how to get from Kadani to Jumbo. Um, you walk; it's like ten minutes, but not in the dark. It's not lit. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Well, they told us, so I went I went to the front desk and I, I asked beforehand because I was like, hey, what do we do? Because, you know, there's the shuttle back and forth. And the right. front desk was so nice. And she was like, well, just come back in when you're done. She's like, I'll just have somebody drive you over real quick. So even though the shuttles were closed, technically, they just, like, found a driver and took us back. That's awesome. So I can't guarantee that's, that's going to be for everybody, but it never hurt to ask, you know. Yes, exactly. And that's Disney. Yeah. Well, I think um, I I love tours is where I have landed. Uh, <laughs> the problem but, is know, my budget. Well, budget and also some restrictions. Like we mentioned, you know, the keys to the kingdom, you can't have somebody under 16. So you know, that limits you. If you're there with Ellie, you can't do that right now. But, you know, a lot of them you, you could still do with her, but <laughs> then your cost is doubled. Right. No, I I think we're on the edge of, like, a couple of years. I think Ellie and Leo can, like, totally hang out in the hotel a week ago. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Just toss some snacks in the room and some bottled water and they're fine. I'll be fine. Uh, I'll be fine. Yeah. Just don't give them charging privileges to the magic band. Oh my gosh. There would be so much ice cream. Ice cream and arcade, right? Speaking of ice cream, Leo cannot wait for the cruise for all the ice cream he can eat. Ice cream and barbecue. Like that's what he's about. He's going to have a great time. I know because he watched that video of the wish and he's like, Wait, there's barbecue? So, thank goodness I don't have to pay for that. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be in heaven. 
and ellie will lead him straight to the ice cream machine yes so anyway i think maybe let's let's set up kind of next week um you went live with our friend katie with unlocking magic travel with katie grant and she is fantastic i absolutely adore her um, so she came to you and you guys sat on your balcony at Animal Kingdom Lodge and Katie has a very, um, I, she's just amazing. Like I, when I say that, I don't mean that lightly. She is amazing. Um, and I think she kind of talked to you about her travel life and things like that. So I'm interested to hear your conversation cause I missed out on it. Um, yeah, so- yeah, it was really great. And I, I think it, it's really good. Everybody, I hope, will listen to it because we talked a lot about special needs travel and, like, medically fragile travel. Um, And then we also talked about, like, invisible diagnosis. Like, there's a lot of people, like, we don't know the story of the person next to you. You know, you don't know what somebody else's journey is. Um, And a lot of, like, you know, give people some grace, give people, you know you don't have to glare at them if they're in the lightning lane and they don't look as what you would consider disabled. Like, yeah. And that's, we had had a pretty real conversation. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. But you know, I mean, my brother experienced that when they went to Disney last April, um, you know, he has gone through, he was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and he has some neuropathy issues from chemo and radiation and other issues So, I mean, he literally qualifies for the disability pass, but if you looked at him with not knowing that, you'd be like, well, why are – you're not disabled. And I think that's a very valid point. Like, you don't know what people have going on. Um, And Katie's daughter, Sloane, has some disabilities. I – you know – it. And and Katie lives that, and it's she's such a fantastic mom and a travel agent. Like she's just great, I, and I'm so happy that we're friends with her and we get to hear her journey and see her experiences because it makes me a better person knowing what she's gone through. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was a great conversation where, you know, my 16 year old is the invisible diagnosis, and right. her daughter is very visible, and yeah. and talking to her about how we have the same experience when people stare, when they judge, yeah. you know, and, and Disney does such a great job of being inclusive um, yeah. that it's like one of the few places in the world where we can go and, and feel equal. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, to, we didn't get too, too heavy, but um, it's definitely, it's a good combo. I'm, I'm excited to air it for everybody. Yeah, I just adore her. So I'm I'm glad that she was able to step in. I'm sad that I missed it, but I'm so glad that she was there. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we've got our our tip of the week this week. Um yeah. where we said, you know, don't trust everything you see on Instagram and TikTok. Um we talked a lot about tours this episode, and I cannot stress enough, and I know Kelly feels the same way, that if you're gonna do a tour, you wanna book it with Disney and with Universal. We will help you with that. Do not believe what you see on Instagram and TikTok. There's a lot of stuff out there that um is icky. I would yeah, it, I mean, I'll flat out say to me seems unethical and mm-hmm. uh, you know, plays, you know, not cool with the rules and stuff. Um yeah. So, if you're curious if something is legitimate or not, reach out to Keller Kelly and I and we will make sure that you are doing stuff that's all on the up and up and nothing shady exactly (laughs) Um, just gonna be real blunt with that (laughs) right right no it's it's good so you know if you get need to get a hold of us you can find us on our social media we're on instagram facebook um we have our own personal travel pages we have gone again podcast give us a follow a like you know send us a message like we're here to help you every step of the way And as Walt Disney said, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So let us know if you need help planning your next trip. This was fun. I'm so glad we're back. I know. It feels good, right? Like, it just feels a little normal. So I appreciate. And thank you, everybody, for your patience on us getting back to stuff. It just finally seems like the right time. So, yeah. Families first. 
Yeah, I know. Bye. Bye. Spark a dream that we're meant to